Good morning. Uh, we're on a little later than usual this morning, but uh, this is Living as Sojourners in the Time of Coronavirus. And uh, this is the beginning of part two, uh, our 22nd episode. Um, we are moving today into Second Peter chapter 1. And as we uh, continue down this road, um, it's very interesting if you think about Peter. Uh, Peter was uh, an apostle of Jesus Christ. And uh, so he, he had some more to say to the, to the church. Let's go ahead and open up in prayer here. Heavenly Father, just thank you for this opportunity to uh, dig into your word this morning and learn a little more about who you are. I just ask that uh, as we get into your word that you'd open our eyes and our ears, but more importantly, Lord, you'd open our hearts, that our desires, our values, our beliefs would be yours, Lord. We would come to you, we would come to you with all that we are. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So as I said a moment ago, Peter was an apostle, and he starts out this second letter uh, with that statement. He says, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who through the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, have received a faith as precious as ours, grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Now it's interesting because he starts out here by uh, adding two things to his his title, as it were, and telling us who he is. And uh, this first whole chapter, or what we've deemed the first chapter, is all about understanding our calling and who we are in Christ. And so Peter starts this out by saying, first of all, he's a slave. Uh, and NIV says servant, but a slave. And a lot of times in American culture or Western culture, we think of, we think of slavery as we've known it in the last uh, 400 years. Or 500 years but slavery was different back then it wasn't the same level of harsh uh, people treated these people uh, not just as property per se but as uh, as servants as people they were paying and so this whole idea of a slave or a bond servant somebody who is indebted indentured to someone else and so they were treated with a little bit more respect probably than, than most slaves were treated here in the U.S. But Peter identifies himself this way because he's indentured. He feels indentured. He feels bonded to Jesus. So this isn't the same word for servant that we see popping up in other places in the New Testament. But he, is, he has given himself fully over to Jesus. But he also says he's an apostle, which he didn't give himself this title. Jesus gave him this title, but it's more than a title. It was a role, it was a role of taking the kingdom to new places. And so this is how Peter identifies himself as a bondservant or slave and apostle of Jesus. He goes on to say he's writing to, <laughs> he's writing so that they know who they are. He's writing to remind them of who they are, that through the righteousness of God, through what God has done for him 
and for all those he's writing to, that they would know this God. It's through the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And a lot of times when we talk about righteousness, we think about good behavior. But righteousness isn't just about good behavior. Righteousness is about uh, how we operate in society, how we operate in community. How are we treating other people? How are we caring for other people? How are we respecting and honoring other people? But it's through the righteousness of Jesus Christ, how he came and lived among us in his righteousness, in his right standing with God, and his right standing with others, um, that we receive a faith that is precious. Just as Peter describes himself in two ways, he describes Jesus in two ways. First, as God, which for anyone who's listening who's a Jew, this would be an affront uh, who didn't believe in Jesus. But he also describes him as Savior, uh, Savior, Messiah, um, that he is the one that has come to save. So not only is he describing Jesus as the God of the universe, the living God, but also as the one who came to deliver them. Um, and it says, through this Jesus, we've received a faith that is as precious as ours. The preciousness of a trust relationship with the living God who created all things. A precious relationship of trust uh, with the Jesus who died on the cross for our sins. How precious do we treat our faith? Faith is not just a religious idea. It's not just a set of beliefs. But faith is about trust. And it's about a trust relationship. When I put my faith in Jesus Christ, I am putting my full trust in him for everything I need. This is where Adam and Eve gave up that trust in the garden. God had promised them all things. And they said, well, maybe he's holding out on us. They believed the enemy, the, the snake, who said, he's holding out on you. And they gave up that trust because they thought they could get something they had already been given. In the same way, so often we give up what God is promising to us because we don't put our trust fully in him. It's this trust relationship that he's promising to us that he wants us to fully give ourselves over to him in trust and vulnerability and give ourselves to him fully. He finishes this introduction by saying, Grace and peace be yours in abundance. Be yours in abundance. Are you experiencing the grace and peace of God in abundance? Do you even know what that looks like? His grace is poured out for us every day. More than just his mercy, but his empowerment. His ability to uh, give us not just another opportunity, but a means to accomplish what he has made us to do. What he's made us for. He gives us grace. Think about the grace of a, of a ballerina or a dancer uh, as they move across the stage. It requires great grace in order to be able to accomplish things that most of us can't do. In the same way, God gives us grace to accomplish what no human can do except through him. But he also gives us peace. Peace that it goes beyond understanding that 
comforts us, that enables us to be at rest and in serenity. And this, he's saying, be yours in abundance. He's blessing these people that have identified themselves by this precious faith, that they would know the grace and peace of God in abundance. But how do we know the grace and peace of God in abundance? It's through the knowing of God, the creator God, the God we've been talking about, and Jesus as Lord. And here Peter has already identified Jesus in three different ways, as God and Savior and Lord. And as Lord, he is, he is the one that we indenture ourselves to, just as Peter did. Because we understand the price that was paid for us to have this trust relationship with God. So let me leave you with a couple of things to ponder this morning. As you ponder the preciousness of this faith, how precious is that faith to you? Do you live in a way that you say this pray, this faith is precious? And are you experiencing the grace and peace of God in abundance? It can be yours. What it requires is growing in this trust and this knowing of God and Jesus our Lord. Thanks for being with us today. See you again here tomorrow. God bless.